20, he separates, he's in the 20, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, Florida State, Warwick got a third down. Winky looking, Winky, wants to throw the knockout, punch the Warwick, Warwick open, touchdown, he does a touchdown, he did catch it, touchdown, Florida State, oh, Peter Warwick, how'd you do that? Herman Whitfield on the left side, a hole to the 30, Herman Whitfield to the 30, to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Gar and Old Live from Fishware Brewing Company, Vince. Another great uh time here at Fishware Brewing Company Saturday, Wake Forest at noon. And what how in it how excited are you? I'm always excited for a game day, Ryan. We were hoping that this game would be a little later in the day and hopefully uh and be enjoying a little bit more cooler weather, but it's a beautiful day today here in Jacksonville, Florida, in the Murray Hill area. Um, come by and see us. Come by, yeah. I mean, fish weir. We've got uh, we're just get, getting started here. Um, people start to trickle in here in a moment. The game starting at noon for all of our garnet and gold and garnet and old fans that are in Snuggy Hill today. Yeah, make it happen, Vince. Why don't you show some people what what fish weir looks like? Uh, you know, I know we're not open yet, but why don't we give them a little tour around this beautiful, uh, beautiful brewery? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's really not much more to say, and that this is the place to be. I yeah, mean, the bar. I mean, how many how, how many spots you got here at the bar? 15, 20, 25 spots at the bar. You got a bunch of tables here. Uh, we also have uh, the TVs bartenders everywhere. here. TV, TVs everywhere. And uh, sitting right in front of us, right? We get to watch the game on a big screen here with mm -hmm. the projector. And let's just also say that uh, we are also partaking of some garnet and golden ale. Oh, you're actually having a cider today. Yeah, cheers, Vince. Oh, you're going over here. Cheers. cheers. All right. So, Vince, a sleepy nooner against a sleepy opponent in Wake Forest. Uh, Snuggy Hill is going to be uh, probably not lit, I wouldn't say. No, the opposite of lit, actually. Dark. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, uh, Wake Forest, all black, doing a blackout game at That's noon. Not a good sign. No. Um, and Florida State is playing is playing in all white today. White helmets, white jerseys, white pants, garnet cleats. So I do actually appreciate that and the fact that you'll be able to see a clear difference between the two teams when they're lined up, black versus white, which is will be really easy to watch. Um, one thing that's interesting today, Vince... Uh, we don't have confirmation of this, but I don't think I, – I do not think Wake Forest, technically, they're, hit, they're the backup starter. He's not even going to be playing. So I think we're going to be seeing Wake Forest third-string quarterback today. Yeah, I, uh, he is uh, Paisan. I believe mm -hmm. his name is something to the effect of Santino Mariucci or something like that. So I, I do – hey, my brother, my Paisan, um, I don't need you to play well today. Now, Vince, uh, we have some injury stuff going on. Um, so far, in the, well, no, this isn't confirmed, but on the field, we have not seen Johnny Wilson warming up. We haven't seen Hiking Williams, Destin Hill. So we got some injuries, which we knew about coming out of practice. The good news is you got Keon Coleman. You got John, uh, Jordan Travis. Uh, if you got those guys, we'll be fine. Uh, the offensive line, pretty healthy. A defensive line, perfectly healthy. So 
I, I'm not really concerned. No, the the injuries that we have, I mean, is nothing out of the ordinary that we haven't already known about. Um, we didn't think Johnny Wilson was going to play this week anyway um, because he got dinged up, and, and really there's no reason. If we look back on this game, Ryan, and we go, man, I really wish we would have had Johnny Wilson in this game, then other things have gone wrong. <laughs> so uh, Kentron, I haven't heard his name a lot this season. Hopefully we'll hear his name a lot uh, today. Uh, Darian Williamson. Jaheem. Jaheem Bell. Jakai. Uh, Jakai. Um, um, we, we have plenty of weapons where J- uh, Johnny Wilson could spend the day on the bench, get a little further along the health path, and um, not too worried about it. Let's get down to brass stacks because, Vince, this game really comes down to uh, stopping the Wake Forest slow mesh offense. Now, in the past, you had – last year, you had A.T. Perry on the outside. You had a dynamic quarterback that could make things happen. Um, and so it was a really effective offense because all they're trying to do is get one-on-ones uh, in the passing game and then the slow mesh to see who crashes and who doesn't, and they play based on that. Now, when you have those kind of athletes on the outside and a, a dynamic quarterback – it works really well, and they beat us. But when you don't and you're on your third-string quarterback, you really have one receiver that's worth really anything. It's going to be a tough day at the office, I think. It is, and if you're the Wake Forest staff, you know you have other goals. I mean, your goals are not to make the ACC title game. Like Your goals are not to make the playoff. Your goals are to make a bowl game. And if they play uh, – the quarterback, Mitch Griffiths. Yes, Mitch Griffiths. Um, that's not looking forward to what's coming up for them. They still, I think they're four and three. They have two more games to win. They have some winnable games coming up on the schedule. I don't think it's smart of them, if he's even contemplating it, to play the quarterback. Um, they are going to have a tough day at the office. Um, the third string quarterback is not Hartman. Mm-hmm. Um, and the quarterbacks that they've had in the past, like you said, they're, they're, they're no longer there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Wake Forest, aside from the injury standpoint, has really suffered from the portal. They have. A number of their better players have gone elsewhere. And um, this is not the Wake Forest team that, you know, Florida State fans would go, oh, God, Wake Forest again. Right. Slow mesh. This is not the same kind of team. Um, so other than the noon game lack of energy. Yeah which you know is a real thing. I don't know that I'm concerned. No, I'm not concerned. Uh, this situation is actually strikingly similar um, to the Duke situation with the quarterback last week. However, Duke has a real chance to make the ACC championship game. And so I think they thought that they could beat Florida State. And I think that's why they decided to start the quarterback last week. I don't think Wake Forest is in that same position. You look at the rest of Wake Forest's schedule, pretty manageable. So I'm thinking that we see that third string. And then Vince, when it comes to being scared. <laughs> it's I've Halloween. Never, yeah, I've never been scared of Wake Forest, to be honest with you. It's just that last year when we played them, even though they had a better team last year, uh, overall, like health-wise, uh, we were absolutely destroyed on the defensive line. Everyone was out for that game. Jared Verse was on, like, hobbling on one leg. So it was one of those situations, perfect storm last year. Agreed. This year, I really think they're running into the strength of this FSU team, which is the defensive line. 
Yeah, and you know when you talk about the defensive line, Fabian Lovett hasn't been the name we've been saying a lot, and, and he was like he was like the key to it all. Yeah, uh, last season, other guys have started to grow. Josh Farmer, right? Malcolm Ray's had some great games. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Fisk. Brandon Fisk, I love his motor, man. man. It's so fun to watch. So, and just in this last game, though, you've seen Fabian Lovett start to emerge a little bit. So get all that going. Yeah, I mean, the defensive line is healthy as it's been, and uh, which does not bode well for the Wake Forest team. Yeah, I, I can see this game starting off slow, because let's be honest, Wake Forest wants to burn clock. They want to uh, bring this down to a one-possession game at the end. You look at the Wake Forest win over them. It was seventeen to ten. I think uh, Clemson beat Wake Forest. It's yeah, just one of those games. Maybe. They want to bleed the clock. They want it to be the end of the first quarter, and it's only seven to nothing for State or something like that. Keep it as close as possible. So what you have to hope for is that because of the strength of our defensive line, we get them a, quite a few three and outs. And when we get three and outs, we capitalize and score. If you can have one of these games, Vince, in which you get a few three and outs quick. And get up on them, twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter. The game's over. Yeah, there's not much to play for from that point. I think they're just trying to, um, you know, somebody on on in the podcast realm. One of our folks that we listen to a lot kind of likened it to a boxer. Just get me to the corner. Just get me to the corner. Get me through this round. And I think Wake Forest is probably going to play it that way. Don't get me wrong. Every team's trying to win. Right, but at some point, you know the limitations that you have, whether it's in terms of um, the actual talent on the team or injuries or what have you. You have to kind of look to the future. So I think if you get ahead, twenty-one points or whatever, I think you're going to see a lot of clock running from both sides. Uh, there'll be those frustrating moments when Wake is annoying us with the mesh. It's going to happen. Just be prepared for it. Don't freak out and think that the defense is you know not good or. Uh, you know, Adam Fuller's having problem. The mesh offense is annoying. It's very similar to how Georgia Tech would run the triple option on us for years. Even if we would win or blow them out, it was still annoying to play and prepare for. So be prepared for that. Be prepared to not see Jordan Travis run that often. I don't yeah, think we'll see that. He shouldn't. Um, speaking of the triple option, uh, while I was watching uh, Georgia Southern just beat the tar out of Georgia State the other night. They honored Paul Johnson nice. at that game. Um, and I think there were some limp handshakes all around. Yeah. Uh, did he stick his tongue out when he was walking off the field? I didn't watch it that closely. But uh, congratulations, by the way, Georgia Southern, Hale Southern, Gata. Uh, congratulations to all the fans that were there at that game. They hadn't beaten that team in a number of years. And so yeah. it's a rival. And this is not the Georgia Southern podcast. but. Yeah. I have to give the shout out. And Vince, I'm a little bit more bullish on this game. On the Garden Old Show every Thursday, live at 7 o'clock, I predicted 55 to 10 as the final for this coming week. And I'm standing by that that score. I know, I think you went 38 to 10. No, I think it was 42, maybe to 14, I think was the score I gave for this game. And I'm going to stand by that as well. We haven't heard any new information that would cause us to change the prediction. Yeah. Um, But I think what you started to talk about in terms of like, hey, don't worry if some things kind of go a little awry. No game is perfect. No team is perfect. No play is perfect. Uh, Just know in the end that um, you're going to see the score that you want to see. 
I hope that it does turn out to be a better overall performance uh, than the Boston College game last time we were here at Fish Werber and Company because it started off so positive in that game and then you know we were sweating near the uh, fourth quarter. But so hopefully this game at, at when we come on to halftime, which by the way everyone we will be doing a halftime show and a post game show, so you'll see those post. Um, upcoming events maybe five minutes before the halftime and five minutes before the end of the game you'll see the events pop but join us because we're gonna hopefully be talking about another win how do you know when a garnet and old is going live ryan how do you know you have to like and subscribe yeah there you Uh, go it'll tell you upcoming like all of you who are watching and we really appreciate it we were hoping this game wouldn't be a nooner (laughs) we were hoping uh, for 3 30 because listen let's be honest we're in a bar so uh, later would have been better just because, you know, getting out and partying. But listen, last time for the Boston College game, this place was packed. So kudos to the owners. One of the best FSU watch party bars probably I've ever been to. They play the music after touchdowns. They do. They play all the first downs uh, music, and you can hear the game. Sometimes you go to other bars and grills. And all you hear is like the crowd noise and they have all the games muted, right? You can hear the broadcast. You can hear the commentary. You can come here and watch us live and they broadcast it in there. So they're doing it right here at Fishware. They really are. And because the owners are Knowles, they understand when to play the school songs. I mean, it's almost like being in Doak sometimes, right? Uh, Speaking of, we are going to have, I believe, a small contingent of Marching Chiefs alumni here. I'm looking at uh, one of our Marching Chiefs alumni right here. Um, So we're probably going to have a small pocket of those folks here, too, to play some of the school songs. If you are in the Jacksonville, if you're anywhere within an hour's drive of Murray Hill, why are you not here if you're a Knoll? You're not in Snuggy Hill, right? Very few people are in Snuggy Hill. Yeah, not even Wake Forest fans. Very few of their own fans are there. So why don't you come here, come hang out with us. a great selection of beers and ciders and whatnot, and a lot of restaurants here in the area as well. So maybe maybe you don't have a plan today. Maybe you should come here. I will say this. After the Forest State game, stick around at Fishweir. Watch Florida, Georgia, and hate watch. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't want to get into that again. I, I was already in a back and forth on social media on, on who we should root for in that game as Knowles. People do whatever you want. That's all I got to say. Vince, Just you got to stay off the X.com. We got to get you off there. Yeah, I got to get back onto MySpace. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Vince, any final thoughts, final words before we sign off for the pregame show? No, I think that's a good a good uh, kickoff to the game here. Uh, everybody enjoy the game. Cheer loudly wherever you are. And uh, we'll see everybody at halftime. Hey, go Knowles. Send the Chiefs all the damn time. You almost forgot. I almost forgot. Because Vince, hold on real quick. They sent out the survey of how people rate the game day experience at Doak. And the number one thing, the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I'm not shocked, but it was nice to see that graphic. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs were at the top of the bar graph of the, uh, the highest satisfaction thing of being at Doak Campbell Stadium was the Chiefs. We should take that on the road. And with them raising our ticket prices astronomically in the coming years. $80,000. Uh they should be able to send the Chiefs all the damn time. At least one or two. But everyone, uh, I hope you have a great watch party here at Fishweir Brewing Company if you're coming to watch it here uh, locally. If you are watching at home, you know what? Join us at halftime. We'll cover the game. Hopefully a win. And then we'll talk more at halftime, Vince. We'll see everybody in a little while. Go Knowles. SEC, go
Florida State, Florida State, your brothers, your team, your heartbeat. We some dogs, we ain't no puppies. 